Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with something in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the red corner, what happens in Venezuela stays in Venezuela. Unless that happens to be a massive, never-before-seen species of spider that hitches a ride to small-town USA to do some killing. From 1990, we've got arachnophobia. While in the blue corner... We're in a toxic relationship as some deadly goop supersizes a bunch of spiders that do us all a favour and wipe out some of those kids who think riding motorbikes in parks is OK. From 2002, we're dealing with some eight-legged freaks. Hey, Er! Er! Ross. Kanaima welcomes you. Earth, we have we have, we have an emergency. We... Ah! I'll get us into the mortuary. Ross. What exactly is that? Spider Man. Our town is being attacked by giant spiders. It's a full-scale Iraq attack in today's fight to the death, so let battle commence. It's Clash of the Titles. Hello, Clash Potters. Supper's ready. Come and get it. I'm Alex Zane. <laughs> I'm Vicky Crumpton. Chris Tilly. <laughs> I need to talk about that line a lot in a moment. Right, the team is back together. Yay. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. This is four, four shows without us yeah. being this. Uh, do you know what? From the heart, missed you. Thank you. Missed this. <laughs> 
great. <laughs> I mean, I was here. Yeah, I've got your present. Let me just give it, because I was going to give it to Chris this week, but then I forgot. So this is from Croatia. Mm. I don't really know what it is because I wanted to get you some plum brandy, <laughs> but I drank all of it. And okay. so you've got this instead. It's called Loza. Loza. I think it's Grappa. Oh, right God, from I the hate oh. Yeah, I hate, <laughs> I hate Grappa as well. There you go. Mm. I mean... Drink up. Do, do I drink it now? I d- no, don't think you should. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I, I've not slept much. No, if I I'm honest, I've been at Fright Fest. Mm. Yeah. Hello to all the Fright Festers out there. And, um, Hello. <laughs> collecting his 20 quid, promised them a mention. <laughs> How was it? Good? It was good. It was good. I saw a fantastic film last night, Barbarian. Okay. Yeah, we should do that one day. Is it you based, would like that. Is, would it, is it based on the old Amiga game, new, Barbarian? New. I actually don't know why it's called Barbarian. <laughs> okay. But it's good. It's not about good. a Barbarian. It's very good. Paired with Conan? Sure. Okay, great. Looking forward to that. So this is part one of Arachnophobia versus Eight-Legged Freaks. My choices this week. Why? Because Eight-Legged Freaks turned 20 this year, only a month ago. So true. Yeah. Hadn't realised. Absolutely. And we always celebrate the birthday of Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> you, you love an anniversary. I do. I do. Uh, we were talking about this last week, though. I wonder... If we people hate spiders, yeah. are we going to lose a huge chunk of our audience this week? So this was going to be my next question. Yeah. Do either of you have arachnophobia? We talked about it last week. Um, I don't. Vicky doesn't like spiders. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm phobic. I just don't like them. Okay. I don't, I'm in love with them. Okay. Interesting point though, because David Arquette certainly blames eight-legged freaks' lack of success on the fact that people are scared of spiders mm. rather than so, on himself. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and arachnophobia was a hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. The clue I gave on last week's show Mm. via Chris. I just had to remember that I wasn't here. The clue I gave on last week's show via Chris was Into Mm. the Spider-Verse. You followed that up on Twitter. I didn't. No, Vicky did, but I imagine it was you filming. Yes. Because I could hear you in the background going, go now. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when he does that. (laughs) It was um, with eight power comes eight responsibility. Did you like that? I did like it. I I did like it. However, uh, we we have some guesses. They are cocooned on the web. On nice. our Twitter account, uh, at ClashPod. Uh, we're also on Instagram and TikTok, at ClashPod. Uh, lots of correct guesses, which means what, Chris? Terrible clues. Clues are too easy. <laughs> the worst we've ever done. Yeah, they were. They were easy. <laughs> uh, so congrats to Peter Mahoney, Peter White and Gemma Page. But our winner this week, and this is their second win, Smash Mind and Body. Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vicky knows them. I'm still surprised. Yeah. They're yeah. still listening. That's awesome. They're going to get their 20 quid. Yeah. They are. Well, they're going to get it now. Specifically, Sam from Smash Mind and Body. Great. Uh, they put their name in brackets. Yep. Do you know Sam? Yeah. Okay. So, Smash Mind and Body. Free inclusive workouts that build strength in body and mind. I don't know if you should do. Wherever you are in the world. Because it makes me look, I don't know, is this dodgy? No. Wait, I've got it. Go on. So, Smash Mind and Body, your prize this week was that free advert. Yay! Hey. It all works out. It all works out. Also, Fright Fest, very good. Guess what I'm doing uh, tomorrow, guys? Doing yoga. Okay. Ah, so, with Adrian? No, no, oh, your friend Adrian. Yeah. She's very famous, though. Yoga with Adrian. Yoga with Adrian. No, who are you no. doing yoga with? No, I'm going to Kentish Town to do yoga under duress. Like, right. Nettie, I've, I, I sort of half promised when I was hungover <laughs> that I go to yoga, and it hasn't been forgotten. Oh, and mate. I have genuine anxiety Have you done about it before? It. No. It is... Rough. 
I just don't you're going to sweat yeah. like a pig, I and just, you're going to fall over. It's the group <laughs> thing. I just don't. I, I, yeah. If I was doing it on my own in front of a video at home, I think I'd be yeah. fine. But it's the idea of doing it, it with other people. Yeah, I mean, it's a very non-judgmental space, or it's supposed to be. Have you ever done it? Yeah. Okay. I did it to to help with my mindfulness. Did it work? Through a period of anxiety. Yeah. It's oh. ama- it is amazing. Yeah. I it's think really you'll good. like it. Yeah. yeah. I, was right. feeling, I can't remember what it was, but it was in a church and it was it was just a lovely space and everyone is, was very kind. Is this to prep for our race? <laughs> the race. <laughs> the race. The race that has been now two years. Uh, all right. Should we do the connection section then? Yeah. I'll start. Spiders. Parrots. Cats. Crickets. <laughs> That's it. Spiders from South America. Specifically. Mm. Yeah. Wacky songs at the end. Uh, Small Town USA. Yeah. What are the wacky songs? There is... Um, it's, it's the On Eight-Legged Freaks, it sounds like the Crash Test, test Dummies. Mm. And on Arachnophobia, it's a song by Jimmy Buffett about spiders. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's quite bad. Uh, both had video game adaptations. Uh, Arachnophobia uh, was on the Commodore 64, Amstrad and Amiga. It was a side-scroller. You play uh, Delbert, John Goodman's character, and you have to clear loads of small towns of spiders. But then the final level, you go to Venezuela <laughs> to wipe out the entire species, Good. which somehow feels like it's outside his job description <laughs> and jurisdiction. He's, he's an exterminator when they invade your home. He's not a, a, a cleanser of an entire <laughs> Planet species, and so what? What computer was it on? Did you say it was on the Amiga, the C sixty four, and the sixty four bit? I'm imagining his theme tune in sixty four bit music. It's going to be even more annoying, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think the C sixty four was eight bit. Yeah, jeez. <sighs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, Eight-legged freaks had a, a first-person shooter like uh, Wolfenstein or, or Doom on the uh, the PC. So right. there you go. Great. Any more? No. No. I've got a weird one that I'd like to bring up. Um, characters that play a huge part in the final third of the movie that don't show up till at least an hour in. So he's called Milt, the guy who wears the bolo tie in the white jacket with the grey hair and arachnophobia, who turns up and is a big supporter of Jeff Daniels. The coroner. Yeah. No, 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 not the coroner. Is he a coroner? Is he the coroner? I think so. He's the guy who, when the sheriff is like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. He's like, no, you shut up. I believe Jeff Daniels yes, now. Yes, he's the coroner. Mm. Yeah, so he shows up at about the 50-minute mark and has a massive impact on the plot, yeah. but he's never in it before then. And Norm at the shopping mall, the guy who wears two pairs of glasses, he's sort of got a oh, big yeah. part to play at yeah, the end yeah. of Eight-Legged Freaks and he's nowhere to be seen. Okay. Bad writing. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, that's uh, that's your lot. Girls in showers. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a connection. That's true. It's true. So on Thursday, V is going big with eight-legged freaks, which means today Chris is creeping under the covers in 1990s arachnophobia. Chris takes on a journey. Arachnophobia is the story of two out-of-towners trying to make it in the countryside. One is a doctor, the other is a spider. <laughs> the doctor hates spiders. The spider overhears this, and so starts a vendetta that results in spider framing doctor for murder. <laughs> the doctor sees a local teacher. The spider kills her, casting suspicion on Doc. The doctor sees a local athlete. The spider kills him, turning Doc into a suspect. It's a fiendish plot that ends with a battle between the pair in a cellar that I found thrilling when I was a kid, but now only view as a colossal waste of wine. <laughs> For your podcasting pleasure, arachnophobia. You see, you shouldn't do a synopsis, which is a better film than what we have to talk about for the next hour. I just hour. started thinking, the spider's framing him. Yeah. 
How's that possible? You mean Big Bob? Big Bob. Big Bob. I wanted Big Bob at the end to sort of light a cigarette and tell <laughs> tell his story. <laughs> do you know? Do you know why he's called Big Bob? Is he big? He's he's Big Bob. Uh, he's named apparently after Robert Zemeckis, right. uh, the famous director. Sure. Who, Talked uh, about him last week. If yeah. you've been here. Oh yeah, yeah I wasn't. Uh, apparently, uh, Big Bob uh, is because uh, Robert Zemeckis famously well hung. So. Yeah, am I allowed to yep. talk now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's, he really loved it last week, didn't he? He had the best time. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> he hated it. It's one of his favourite shows. <laughs> Hollywood Pictures. Yes. This is the first movie by Hollywood Pictures. It is. Set up by Disney so they could release adult-oriented movies. I went through the list of films they've made. We've done a bunch. One, one quick question. Uh, I know you wanted to talk. Do you want to do our individual histories with this movie? No, or? no I'm, I'm, I'll do that um, when I remember. OK, sorry, <laughs> there's been a format change last week. I didn't realise. Yeah, I forgot it last week as well. <laughs> <laughs> so eager to talk about what you know. <laughs> I've done some research. <laughs> um, Alex, when did you first hear Arachnophobia? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched it when I was 11 years old mm-hmm. and I genuinely had a very thrilling experience. Right. Uh, I was... It had a... But the, the effect that I think Frank Marshall wanted it to have on people, which is that it was fun and funny, but it sort of at the same time was kind of scary. I remember twitching and thinking things were crawling all over me for the duration of this movie. Did you see it in the cinema? No, I saw it at home. Okay. I had the exact same experience as what you're describing, but in the cinema. Really? Yes. It so, was. Yeah. It was. This film was thrilling. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It yeah. was thrilling. True. It was a really fantastic trip to the cinema. I loved it. It then, and yet it was also a, a comedy. If only there was a word. <laughs> to describe We're getting there. Okay, We're getting okay. there, Vicky. Just the same. Uh, oh really? I was at school. I saw it at someone's house. Watched it through my hands because I don't love spiders. Yeah. And all anybody talked about, which I'm sure it was the same at your school, is the spider in the toilet, and sure. everyone was obsessed with that. And I, in my memory, it was a much larger part of but, the film. Yeah, for me, the spider in the toilet was something that was talked about before this film was made. It was what happens in Australia. I just remember hearing, if you go to Australia, you're going to get bitten on the bum by a spider. That's all that happens in Oz. Mm. I don't know if that's ever happened in Australia. Well, it's that that or shark attacks, one of the two. Sure. Mm. And and, and, and the the, the toilet spider doesn't pay off, does it? No, I thought, in my memory, John Goodman sat on the toilet and died. Um, But obviously that's not true. (laughs) Not even John Goodman in that scene. No, I know. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So, Hollywood Pictures. Yeah. Set up by Disney so they could release adult-oriented movies. Anyway, I went through the films they've made. As I said, we've done a few. I've picked out five more that we should do. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, three are good, two not so much. Okay. Tombstone. Definitely 100%. Yep. Tell them I'm coming and <laughs> hell's coming with me. Uh, if you've got pairings for these, please tweet us them. Um, quiz show. I know that's one for me yep. more than you guys. I don't think you've seen it. It's very good. Crimson Tide. Uh, 100% mm-hmm. with, obviously. And then the not-so-good ones. Encino Man. Never seen it. Never California Man. Uh, I've obviously yeah. seen that, yeah. Same film. It's called oh. Encino Man in America. Sorry. Well, why would you not? Because oh, <laughs> we will call it Encino Man when we do it. We will not. Yeah, we have to. No, it's California it's... Man with Brendan Fraser. Yes, Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And Colour of Night. Oh, my God! I've told you my story. Yeah, French Residential. Yeah. They wouldn't let us watch Pulp Fiction, so they took us to see Colour of Night, a film with Bruce Willis's penis Cock. in. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, great, I'm looking forward to that. That's a fucking mental movie. Okay. It also has uh, uh, Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap in. Does it? Yeah. Oh. In a tiny role, but he's in it. 
And, you know, I texted you this week. I met a director this week at Fright Fest who um, is a fan of Alex's stand-up. Can he was telling that? me stories about watching Alex. He was even quoting me jokes. The briefcase <laughs> joke? No. Uh, it was... It was That's why I'm thinking joke? of it. Oh, the bone collector. It was a quantum leap joke. You made a quantum oh, leap joke. That was actually... A- that was a very good joke. Yes. Really? <laughs> Tell it. No, no, I just had a guess out. If ever a joke died yes. on stage, I used to go, oh, yeah, that didn't go very well. But, uh, oh, boy, uh, it turns out I'm actually Dr. Sam Beckett. I've just leaped into this body of a stand-up comedian. Okay. Yeah, what? Was... He said you just kind of said Ziggy. Yeah, I started talking to Ziggy. And he said he was the only person that laughed at the joke. Yeah, it's he's the only one that got and it. Sort of saying it out loud again, I remember it never going well. I remember yeah. one person, probably your friend, ben, laughing, yeah. going, okay. I love Quantum Leap. It was, it was a niche game. You had a drink yeah. at the bar afterwards with him. Oh. And you thanked him for laughing at your joke when no one else did. I, I used to do that. I used to go around and thank the, the people. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take very long. I was like, I'll be buying the people who laughed drinks. Cheap, cheap round. So there's not a huge amount of information about arachnophobia out there. Yep. But there is one 20-minute documentary on YouTube. Did you watch it, Vicky? No, I did not. Did you watch it, Alex? Yeah, of course I fucking did. Did you enjoy it? Uh, it's, it's the most amazing <laughs> making of documentary ever. Because in a 20-minute documentary, I think I'm right in saying three minutes of it is about arachnophobia. Mm. And that's all, that they, that's all they could find. A lot of great Hitchcock stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Really? It's hosted by the guy who plays Manly in the movie, uh, 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 Mark L. Taylor. And and basically, it's a reminder of why actors shouldn't be presenters, because he acts every line. Mm. And it's so fucking cheesy, and it's just skin-crawlingly bad. But there's a bit with Alfred Hitchcock where they go, yeah, well, fucking have Alfred Hitchcock telling us about what suspense is. And it's great <laughs> seeing Alfred Hitchcock on screen. And he's like, no suspense, isn't it? This is suspense. And old stock footage, you're like, all right, fine. And then it comes back to Mark Taylor and he goes, obviously, he's talking about old movies. Modern movies don't do that. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck would you have Alfred Hitchcock on this to then go, what an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you make a movie anymore. Or Alfie. <laughs> what does he know? Um, Frank Marshall is in the documentary. He's got a snake wrapped around him. Okay. He's holding an alligator. Why? Neither of which are in the film. No. Um, what do they call this genre, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let me guess. So they're trying to describe comedy and and what creepiness or sure, comedy yeah. and so drama? What, so what would you call that? Mm. Don't don't spoil it. I'm not, I'm not, I want to hear your yeah, suggestions. Yeah. So people say dramedy on, sometimes. Yeah. Dramedy. Yeah, right. close. You're close. Come on. You're really close. Oh, drama rackinity. Oh, what are you no, about? you got further away. What? Oh, okay, no, I give up. <laughs> drama rackinity because it's got. Yeah, no, it's good. But it's got to be broader than just about spiders because this is going to be a brand new genre of films. There are going to be. Gonna call it comma. <laughs> what is it, Alex? It's a thrillomedy. <laughs> yeah. Can you I keep saying thrillomedy? Can you imagine if you're if you're in the marketing department at like the studio and you go to see the studio head and he's like, right, obviously we're not sure how to market this movie. What have you got? No one would want to say that. They've got, they've bought they've spitballed it and they've come up with this word and they're like, no, no, no I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Kevin, yep. Kevin, Kevin, you say it. Say it. And he's like, thrillomedy, thrillomedy. <laughs> Come tomorrow, and welcome to the new president of the marketing department. It's Kevin Thrillomedy, everyone. They fucking loved it. Did you clock the music they were using throughout the uh, 
documentary because it wasn't the arachnophobia music. No, but they. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> Made me want to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> is that because there's about a five minute section on mm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, there is, <laughs> the there is quite a bit of Honey, I Shrunk You'll the Kids. You'll remember from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, another Disney production. <laughs> I guess the point, the main point they make is that Frank Marshall is Spielberg's friend. <laughs> he worked on all those movies. He, he didn't get final cut on it. <laughs> and he directed second unit on Indiana Jones movies where there were creepy crawlies. Mm. Yes. That is why he was the right man to direct this film. Fine. He says it's uh, it's not science fiction, it's science fact. <laughs> right. All right. Everyone says that about science fiction. Um <laughs> There's nothing else in that documentary. I, I, I like the idea of Spider Olympics. That entertained me for sure. a, about 30 seconds. Sure. They held Spider Olympics to find the right uh, species of spider that could do everything they wanted the spiders to do Great. in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was it. It was a, a, a spider called the Delana, Delana spider. Delana spider yeah. won the gold medal. Yeah. A harmless but sinister looking huntsman native to Australia that was introduced to New Zealand in the 1920s. Also used in the 1995 Australian movie Napoleon uh, about a golden retriever puppy who runs away from its city home to become a wild dog. Right. That's the... What? Why are you looking at me like that? That's the other appearance of the Delana spider. That's the other movie that it's in in a big you, way. You big, you big Napoleon fan? <laughs> I just went on its CV. It said <laughs> Delana spider, arachnophobia and 1995's Australian movie Napoleon. Um, the thing that's not in that documentary, which is the only other thing I found out from behind the scenes stuff, um, is when Jeff Daniels boarded the film, it wasn't a comedy. Right. It was a serious horror movie. He said it was... Very formulaic. He said you could tell the lines were kind of written by a computer. Okay. And so what he and Frank Marshall did was make it more ironic is what he called it. But basically, they wanted to inject the humour. And also, they introduced the idea that the hero's afraid of spiders. Yeah. That's one of my favourite bits because I think... I, I wonder if they sort of workshop like, can't he just be scared of spiders? Do you mean like women are? No, I, no, no, you said it. No, no, he has to have a very traumatic story. He can't just be scared of spiders because mm. eh, girls are scared of spiders. How much do you remember from when you were a baby in the crib? That's, you don't remember anything. It's okay. scientifically impossible. He does say it's his first memory. Doesn't he say he's two years old though? I think he does say he's two years old and it's yeah. his first ever memory and that is him having a spider crawl over. I can't remember like, anything I, I from when I was I was paralysed with fear. It's like you weren't paralysed. You were two. You couldn't walk anyway yeah. it doesn't no anyway that's my one of my favorite bits the only it's writing isn't it it just is pure <laughs> writing what, what, it's called arachnophobia <laughs> what, what should we write for our hero you can do anything anything <laughs> what's this crippling thing that he has to overcome at the end <laughs> villains of spiders oh. uh, heights if, if you actually watch the behind the scenes documentary you would think it was heights five minutes on vertigo just like for no reason by the way this conversation is a spoiler for the quiz that's coming up oh okay protagonist fears okay Good. Have a think. Um, did you did you see the the only other thing I found out was the fact that uh, it was inspired by the 1977 William Shatner movie The Kingdom of Spiders mm -hmm. uh, to the point that the director of that movie Igo Cantor uh, reportedly said in an interview with Fangoria, uh, "Yeah, I, I thought it was a copy, but you don't sue Spielberg." <laughs> I mean, there's no. a lot of money to be made if you successfully do it. Uh, he will mess you up. So okay. no. Yeah. Okay. Him and Big Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Swinging it around. Right, on that bombshell, let's talk about the movie. Venezuela. A jungle. That's right. A the, river. I do think... Uh, open on. The, the, 
<laughs> exterior Venezuela. Although frequently like it's South America, but whereabouts though? <laughs> like focus. I think it's why I'm scared. So I live near a fruit and veg market and I very near a fruit and veg market. Ben, Venezuela. It's like a jungle. <laughs> no, but listen, and I am terrified that some big ass spider is going to make the journey from whence the fruits and veg came from to outside my front door. And I don't think that's a real fear, but it's because of this film. Wow. Yeah. Like Spain for the oranges, maybe? Or I don't know. It comes from far and wide, this fruit and veg. It's a very diverse marketplace. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. And also, Mark once took a picture. He was like, look at this. And on our street, he'd taken a picture of a spider because the kids saw it and they ran up to it. And at the last minute, he was like, don't touch it! Because he suddenly realised it wasn't right. And he said it was, well, he showed me the photograph. It was an egg, like an uh, egg. <laughs> don't do that. It's, uh, do I look like I don't know what an egg is? But it was an egg, like yeah. a peach coloured egg right. with legs on my street. Honestly, that's what it looked like. My brain just went, nope, that's not a there thing. Was an egg with legs. An egg with legs, but it was a spider. How, how do you know it was a spider? It sounds like it could be an egg with, with legs. legs. <laughs> Maybe. I will say this opening bit of the movie set in Venezuela, filmed in Venezuela, gets it gives you a lot of goodwill towards the rest of the movie because it, it looks like it's made by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Raiders, isn't it? It's it is. the opening of Raiders, it pretty is. much. Because obviously Frank Marshall did second unit stuff on uh, Steven Spielberg's movies. Yeah, I uh, said yeah that as you said. Yeah, but ago. I'm, I'm making the point that mm. uh, maybe uh, Steven Spielberg did second unit on this. Mm, potentially, <laughs> potentially. Um, Frank, the start of your movie, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, second unit. I feel like the actor Julian Sands can be an acquired taste. Oh my god! No, I like him in oh, this. I do too. Mr. I think, Manly, Mr. I, Manly. I think is his, he called Mr. Manly? Why man- not say it six or seven times? Because <laughs> no, he's wait, a man. It's even better. It's even better when he goes. He goes. This is a sinkhole. Water streaming for thousands of years has created a hole. <laughs> You're like, yeah. So a sinkhole then. <laughs> How stupid do you think I am? But it's he, not his fault because it, the character itself occupies a weird space. Is he an antagonist? Is he helpful? Sure. Is, what, who is he? And then because but when he gets eaten, you're like, hooray! Thank fuck for that. His, so del- his delivery is always very matter of fact. Mm. Yeah. And this is the one role I think it works. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So yeah, they're going to where some men never return no, from, where there's killer ants and frogs. The, do you see the bullet ant? Those things, are, those scare me. Mm. Yeah, do you know why they're called bullet ants? I do. Go on. Because their bite is as painful as a bullet. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what the Marway tribe in uh, the Brazilian Amazon used them for? No. Did uh, they throw them at people? No, it's an initiation test for the young men to become warriors. Yeah. So they make basically an oven mitt of yeah. about 80 of those ants. What? Then they, uh, they, they sedate them, make this mitt, and then they aggravate them by blowing smoke on them so the ag- um, ants are all f- really aggy ants <laughs> and then the young man has to put his hand into the mitt and have it in there for 20 minutes 20 minutes 20 minutes and the worst thing is you sort of think alright it's a thing we mm. do it apparently he has to do it once a year at least nah yep are you getting this confused with the plot of Flash Gordon? Yeah. Because I think that happens in that. It does, yeah. Um, my favourite bit of this is when the tribesmen won't go any further. I love that bit as well. Oh, Learn your lesson. When the tribes, when the guide stops, you stop. There's a yeah. reason they don't go down there. Yeah, there is. But they all in all films like this, the white people are always like, oh, fuck it, whatever, it's yeah. fine. But they are the idiots. I mean, yes. uh, so they knock out the wildlife with some gas. They catch them in receptors. They're looking for a new species of butterfly. Yeah. But guess what? There's a spider. You know the bit where he goes, like, they're setting up all that equipment and 
Manly's like, duh, duh, what are you doing? What's this? And it's so obvious what's happening. What's this? And then Julian Sands gives him an analogy. Now, I've always been led to believe analogies should be something more commonplace, but he goes, you know, when you throw a firecracker into a lake. <laughs> and, and, like, I'm like, no. I, I don't know. What? I know what you should be Never done but that. He goes well when I was a kid. Sure, and it's like oh no. <laughs> you're like you're like shut up. That's not right. He should be like you know when you make toast in the morning with you. Yes. Yeah, so tell me how this is similar to toast making. It feels like point. something that the Goonies or the Stand By Me kids would have done. Yes. But he's English. We don't do that shit in England. <laughs> it's true. Um, so they catch a spider. Oh, do you know how they manipulated the spiders? What, in order to like jump at the glass? To, no, to get them to move t- uh, in a certain direction. Mm. Oh, they have You'll know this it's... from the documentary. I do. That's why I'm being quiet because I want to see. So is the... there. Oh, just, I'm just it's very simple. It. They blow smoke at them to move them. There's a noise that they run towards or away from. There's food that they like. Dead mouse, maybe? Am I right? All good answers. Thank you. Not quite right. Alex? Uh, there are a number of reasons. They okay. blew hot air. Mm. Right. Them. <laughs> move them from a cool place, a hot place to a cool place okay. is spiders. how you make them move. Right. Just, spiders are like, sweating here. Let's yeah. go over there. Okay. That's how it works. But they also uh, used lemon pledge. Apparently, Simon, my dog doesn't like lemon pledge. Spiders don't like uh, lemon pledge. So they create uh, alleyways using lemon pledge and the spiders cool. would stay in the alleyway. Oh. Okay, hmm. useful tip. They also attached, uh, they used wax to attach fishing wire to them. Uh, no, it's hard. Like the spiders were, they, 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 make, they go into a lot of detail about why none of these spiders were harmed, uh, which is why it's cool. But uh, they, they basically. They were, they were harmed. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, just, of course they were. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Some of them, they won't all yes. have made it out alive. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, we should, do a, we should do an interview with one of those spiders now, and they'd be like, it was. It was we had to awful. sign NDAs, but it was <laughs> awful. Yeah, the, 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 bit, the bit that makes me think you're absolutely right was where they went, so when uh, John Goodman crushes a spider. Mm. Oh, that's. Uh, that's bullshit. <laughs> he had a, a hollow in his boot that the he just but the put, spider went in. He placed a hollow over the spider, no. and the spider. This they actually said the spider would know to curl up into a ball when it was in the hollow, and then you'd remove the shoe, and the spider would run off. I'm like, bullshit. Nah. Happened? No. But yeah, Big Bob. Big Bob appears. Um, I think I remember three scenes from this film, and this is one of them. Him, him creeping under the duvet and biting our photojournalist. Such yeah. a good death. Yeah, that's this, but I mean, I'd forgotten this whole segment. I think it's a bit long, but that spider is obsessed with Mr. Manley. He's obsessed with him, gets in his bed. He's like, oh, where's he going? Is he dead? Get in that coffin. Like, you cannot leave him alone. So they blame his death on a fever. They seal him up with the spider inside. Uh. And then we're in Kanaima. Kanaima, do you know why it's called Kanaima? Should I bore you with why it's called Kanaima? Is it an anagram of a spider's name? No. Okay. It's because... The Venezuelan section was shot in Canaima National Park. Oh, okay. So they were honouring that. Oh, that's nice. Calling the town mm. Canaima. When we when we're in Canaima, I feel like whoever made this has watched some Steven Spielberg films. Sure, maybe mm. Steven Spielberg <laughs> has watched some of his own films. But it is an Amblin production, so you get, it gets a pass that it yeah, creates sure. this sort of like rose tinted view of Americana, yeah. which I love. Mm, yeah, so do I. I want to live there. I want to be there. Um, so <laughs> do, do you? Because Jeff Daniels cannot wait to fuck off after the movie. Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> what an ending. So, yeah, I mean, let's let's go into that now. They're, they're moving from the city to the country. 
we're city dwellers, the three of us. Yeah. Would you want to live in the country? Would you want to do this? You've got you've got kids now. I had now. I've would had you, them for ages. Would you like to Would you like to be in the fresh open air with them? We me, we talk about it a lot, don't we? Because you know, during COVID, a lot of people left and went to the seaside and the countryside. No, I can't bear the thought of leaving London. But I don't know if I'd feel like that forever. But I am quite. I am a urban mouse, and the thought of wide open spaces and fucking shit coming into your house that I'm not used to doesn't appeal to me right now. Shit. Well, I once read this Where thing. Where are you living? Where are you woman, thinking of going? It was a good article once I read. This woman, she moved to the countryside. She's like, the first night there, they were... All the guano in the cave. They were like London people. And she's like, on our first night there, a fucking crow or some nonsense got stuck in the chimney breast and was flapping around and dying. And she's like, you can't call anyone. So, you know, you just got to stick your hand up the chimney and get out a dead bird. And I was like, I am not ready for that. I think that is a very specific reason not to move to the countryside. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I, I don't think when people go, you live in the countryside, go, what about those birds in the chimneys? Well, though? exactly. I'm just, I'm just not ready for it. Yeah, I've, my problem is the people. It's, yeah. it's the idea of having to like be part of a community I'm and having no way of opting out. It's yeah. that kind of curtain twitching, like what's number seven doing, yeah. like and you know people judging you. Don't the, you I don't, don't you have that on your road. No, no. It's the, not. you got the bloke next door who complains about the noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but even even he was lovely when I, I, had a, I had a party years ago, and we had been partying for about three days, and it had been three days of music, and it, uh, he came round. It was about five, four in the morning. And I I feel bad now, but you know, at the time I was like, it's fine, party. And he came round, and he went, can you turn the music off? It's the third day, oh. and I went, I'm so sorry, mate. Yes, I can. <laughs> and I went downstairs and I turned the music off and I was like, oh, sorry, guys, there's no more music. And then there was a, the bell rang again. I'm like, fucking hell. And I went back upstairs and it was Stu. And he went, I didn't mean you had to turn it off. Oh, I just oh. turned it down a bit. Oh, oh that's <laughs> really sweet. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. That was when I decided Stu was all right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a break. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. And we're back. Um, so how's Stuart doing now? He's good. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, right. he wants me to cut uh, down uh, some of my oak tree, which I, I agree with him. It's, it's, it's too big for the garden. Mm, it's a lovely tree, though. It's a great tree. Uh, so. There's a crow stuck in it, though. <laughs> but that's where it belongs, so that's fine. <laughs> Jeff Daniels is our doctor. Yep. He loves wine. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> it just makes you think he's a bit of a dick. I don't know if that's just because, again, we talked about the British class system and that I think we are raised, like, if you like wine, you're posh. If you don't like wine, you're not. And so... I think he is supposed to be because the way he speaks to is that the removal man and he's talking he about his awful. wine. Yeah, yeah, in quite a snobby way. Yeah. I think you're supposed to sort of be laughing at him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No? It's The problem is, though, again, it's like he's moved to this small town that he just, from the get-go, hates. Sure. He, he does not want to be there. And he goes, We're gonna, I'm going to need a padlock. I'm going to need a padlock for my, uh, for my wine. Which is basically saying... Thieves live in this village. <laughs> There's a lot of thievery. He's judged the town already. He's the, my wine is going to get nicked unless I buy the biggest fucking lock. Yep. Uh, his kid sees a spider and he says, let's find your mum and get rid of that spider. Yep. Is that what would happen in your household? Who's the spider catcher? So, uh, I mean, my limit is I can put the glass over it. Sure. But I will not put the paper under it because I don't <laughs> like to feel its little legs in any way. Very so specific. Yeah. So Mark gets angry because he's got you know, got a lot of things to do, apparently. And if I go... <laughs> apparently was the key word there. <laughs> Funniest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, so if I'm constantly like, can you get rid of this? He's bad? making a cocktail. Yeah, so I have to put the glass over it. That's the delineation. And the, the, the challenge at the moment is making sure that the children do not cotton on to the fact that I don't like spiders. Not to make them not scared with spiders, but so they don't throw fucking spiders at me because if they smell weakness of any sort mm. they'll exploit that weakness so they once we had we get like a lot of newts in the garden mm. and they're hibernating or they're dead I don't know if, I don't know what's happened there and they once threw a dead one at Mark and they, he told me this is like if they'd thrown a dead fucking lizard at me we'd have real problems if, so if your boys managed to throw a spider at you I would be impressed yeah, I don't think that's an easy thing to just do just what pick it up by its legs and just fling it. it maybe it wouldn't hit me I don't know it's but... quite hard to catch one <laughs> In your hand. <laughs> and then true. once you're holding it, it's quite hard to keep it alive. Yeah. It's, it's more about the weight. Uh, a spider in the UK is not heavy enough. No. Like, they'd have to be... You cl- say that, but that... You know, I told you about the egg, the egg with legs. legs yeah. But mm. then I've got, these, I've got these very old shutters outside my bedroom. We've got mm. French doors. Pulled the shutters down, like external shutters, to keep burglars out or something. And this massive thing fell off the shutter. And I was by myself. And me and this spider just looked at each other. And you know, in this film, they're like, you have a neurotransmitter that helps you deal with it. Mm. I froze and it looked at me. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, Mark! 
<laughs> and then it ran into like the crevice in my bedroom wall. And so now it just lives there. I think. Can you hear it breathing at night? It's fucking <sighs> massive. Vicky, 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 Vicky. <laughs> it's horrendous. So I think this film now does quite a good job of making people quite innocently deserve to die. Right. So we've got well, our... even Margaret. We no, not everyone. I'm okay. just saying some characters. So we've got right. our doctor oh, yeah, who right, refuses dude. to retire. Well, he's to brilliant. Yeah. He's what just... you? T- I've just moved here to somewhere I hate I'm surrounded by thieves who want my wine and now you're not even retiring we're going to accept his death because of this yeah it's good writing it is and then we've just got a a, a cop who gives him a a ticket and he's a bit of a bully deserves to die we're fine with this in in the language of film yeah Um, giant web in the barn very gremlins isn't it it's feeling very gremlins I think yeah. uh, in this point and then the ending is very gremlins you I don't see know if Frank Marshall worked on that film yeah. <laughs> maybe he did you see a web like that yeah. in a bar if I can call someone not a normal web like especially if you're already scared of spiders you don't go hey looks like you saved the Frank Lloyd Wright of spiders you yeah. go call someone mm. now yeah. there's a monster in the barn Burn it down. and I don't think it's called of the wife who seems to send him in there it's weird. I understand exposure therapy. Sure. And I wish I had the nerve to do it for my stupid fear of moths and whatnot. But it does seem quite cruel that her yeah. husband is basically... He can't even look at a web. Like, he's really scared. Maybe now's not the time for exposure therapy. Doesn't work. Uh, I've, I've, In my experience, it doesn't work. Really? Oh, don't say that. My brother's about to start doing that. Oh, really? Mm. Well, I can only talk from my experience, which was I, uh, I, uh, I took a girl on a date oh, once. shit. And uh, she was afraid of birds. And... Uh, to an owl sanctuary. <laughs> we went to London Zoo. Right. And, you know, the huge aviary that they have at London Zoo. So she, she didn't know it was an aviary. And I thought, oh, this will be fun then. This will be exposure therapy. I'll walk her into the aviary. And, and, and uh, halfway down, she, she was like, what are we looking at in here? And I went, look up. You did. <laughs> what, there were birds everywhere. She froze. What, and, year, like, what year was this? In 2000. Okay, so this is after Alan Partridge took that woman to an owl sanctuary. <laughs> that was 97. Of course you know. I just, yes, but also, I just, it, I mean, it's it's a joke. Mm. You don't take a woman to an owl sanctuary. <laughs> That's yeah. the joke. She just sleep with him, though, didn't she? After yeah, the owl oh, yeah. Like, fine. yeah. You're fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> bottle, of, bottle of wine and a chocolate cake <laughs> <laughs> all over his mouth anyway. <laughs> that, uh, but regarding the barn, I thought that was the one good bit of the documentary, the one useful thing I took away. They said, you put Big Bob in the barn, you don't have to show him again because the audience knows that he's in there. So whenever anyone enters that barn, there's a tension yes. that you don't need to do anything else with. It's good. Useful information. Yeah. As a writer. Big Bob is genuinely scary. The real spider that they use, like that's a real, that's a bird-eating tarantula and Mm. it's got fangs that are a quarter of an inch long. And I honestly think that is why people are scared of spiders. Because when we were talking about, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you now. (laughs) It's all right. Uh, When we were talking about if we're arachnophobic or not. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, like I'm fine with spiders, but I wouldn't hold... A tarantula. No. And I think mm. the thing is, it's like would, the weird yeah. thing is, I'd hold a rat, and I think a rat's bite is as bad as a tarantula's fangs going in. The difference is the fangs. I think there's something in us, like mm. in our psyche, that's the idea of fangs piercing flesh is different to like teeth biting you. Mate, 
If people weren't freaked out already, I reckon they're switching off now. (laughs) You're freaking me out. Marshall, my son, did it at like a country fair. And I'd sort of, he was with his grandma and I didn't know where he was. And I was like, oh, where's Marshall? And he was just there holding this massive tarantula. Egg with legs. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want to be like, ah, put it down. But I was like, I can't believe that you can do that. I cannot do it. Fear of spiders comes from reality. But do you think there's a generation that were frightened of spiders because of this film as well, in in the same way that Jaws messed people up? Yeah, I think it didn't help. Really? Yeah, just, I don't know. We've got a few reactions on Twitter over doing these films. There uh, there were a couple of uh, quite sniffy... Articles about the movie afterwards saying that it, it's not fair. It's it, mm. it's demonising spiders, a species that already has a bad reputation, mm. and you know they couldn't wait for this movie to disappear. But they start killing, and um, we we meet a lovely teacher, don't we, Vicky? Margaret, nice woman. Um, she's very sad about her dead husband. She has a party, and then after everyone's left, she says to the photo, "You'd you'd have had too much punch mm. and been the life of the party. I missed you. Aww. I thought that was really good writing. Yeah. She's, um, she's basically Mrs. Kittner from Jaws. She's the Kittner yeah. mother. Mm. Only only different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then she then she gets bit. <laughs> <laughs> only she's an old lady. I mean, I'll, I'll still take that. <laughs> It's exactly like that. She hasn't got a six-year-old son, but definitely. Yeah, she's really similar. Yeah, she's different. Nothing like, not everyone's like Mrs. Kittner. Um, She gets bit and dies. And uh, our doctor had taken her off her pills that same day. Mm. You may well have killed this lovely woman, uh, says other doctor to Dr. Death. <laughs> um, he then it goes further. He's like, I'm going to have you investigate it. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean... <sighs> he then says, no, he's like, no autopsy. She would never have wanted that. I will take this as far as I can to establish what happened. Don't have to have an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he's from the big city where people don't care about each yeah, other. Yeah, but that does work as a line. I think that's yeah, yeah. good. Because we don't. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, uh, so we also learn that his wine cellar is rotten. Um, it's probably full of termites. Question, who did the survey? The, <laughs> the mortgage survey, you mean? Yes. <laughs> it's a great question. He, he needs to get his money back. That's true. Mm. I don't think you do get your money back, actually. I well, think it's, can, it's on you, isn't it? It depends which... So there are three different levels of survey. Yeah. And it's like it's so weird that people... You know, it's like, do you want the best? And it's like... Well, sort of, I guess. Yeah, but no one important. does, because no, do you I know how much do. that is? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, it, you go in the middle, don't you? Yeah, you go in the you middle. You always go in the middle. No, like like when you're buying wine. Yeah, mm. second cheapest. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we call in Delbert McClintock, Yay. Uh, who works for Bugs Be Gone. <laughs> I'm going to call him Viagra for the movie. Yes. Um, could do without the wacky music, as I said. It takes me out, the, the music takes me out of the film mm-hmm. in a way that's quite annoying. Mm. Um, so at 12, you were 11 when you saw, I was 12. Um, one of the funniest characters I've ever seen in a of movie. Of course, yep. Not feeling it so much now no. as an old man. I don't know why. Why is, no, why is it? We should know why. It's because the lines aren't funny enough. It's as simple as that. John Goodman is a comedy genius when he's given the right material. And yeah. I, I I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm imagining the two funniest lines, mm-hmm. which were... Putting good wood. That's a good line. It's the bit where uh, the wife is showing him around and uh, he's like, she's like, my husband, um, my husband said the wood was bad. And he goes, is he, uh, is he, is he a professional? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, no. He goes, 
yeah, no room for amateurs in this game. <laughs> Funny line. And there's another one later where he, John Goodman, uh, a bug exterminator, says to Julian Sands, a professor oh, of yeah. arachnids, <laughs> yeah. always good to meet a colleague. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Very funny. Brilliant. What isn't funny is when he <coughs> treads on the spider and then says, yeah, that's right, I'm bad. But... 12-year-old me yeah. thought that was one of the funniest lines I'd ever heard. I agree with you. What is that? Do you, want to, do you want to hear a fact that makes Steven Spielberg sound really weird? Go on. In the establishing <laughs> shot where... We do like, this a lot, I feel, to Spielberg. <laughs> in the establishing shot where uh, John Goodman's driving up in, in the van, yeah. it's a, a wide shot, Steven Spielberg is in the passenger seat and John Goodman's like, mm. well, what, what's going on here? And John Goodman says he got the biggest kick out of being in the passenger seat in this movie. And when John Goodman said why, he's like, only will ever know I was here. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know this is the thing. When you have everything, you've got to get, you get like your kicks where you can, so, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, let's get back to this one, though, because we're in the school gym. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So, yes. listen, listen. Sure. Me and Mark years ago had a massive row about the cough test because sure. I mentioned it in a very offhand way about the boys at my school had to do a cough test. Sure. And he was like, "What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? What? You need to report them for institutional abuse." And I was like, "That's just something that happened." But I couldn't swear to it because obviously I didn't have to do it. Mm, yeah. Then I saw it in this, and I was like, "So the cough test is real?" No, but, you saw it in a film. Yeah. No, I, I don't think anyone's. Have oh, you all right, I'm going to go out on a limit. I don't think anyone's done it in England. I okay, think it's fine. an America thing, Alex. Okay. You haven't done it. Have I you? certainly have. Well, I have done it to people, but only <laughs> only with consent. But uh, sure. <laughs> I was at medical school. Oh, okay. So uh, is it is it f is it for hernias? Fuck, I've got no idea. Yeah. That's what because I was like, what's the cough test for, Mark? And he's like, what is this I cough I test? So sorry, hernia. you're saying that boys at your school? I thought they did. No, right. you, you saw the film. You saw the saw film this. Arachnophobia. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. That could have happened. Anyway, it's a, it's quite a strange scene though, having your hero touch a bunch of boys' balls. It's meant to show that he's... Oh, God, I was going to say come law then, but that's not quite... He's, he's fallen on hard times. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, the yeah. only work he can get. He's been brought it's his law. Yep, yep. yep. And then uh, the second thing I remember from this, from this film is the spider sneaking into the helmet. The thought of being bitten Horrendous. in this... It, this is really good. It's a bit like that Wrath of Khan moment where mm. something, yeah, something yeah. being in your helmet and you can't get it out is is terrifying. It also continues the spider's run of only killing people. I'm just checking. whose name starts with M, which I think is bad writing. Manly, Margaret, Miller. They all get it. Why? Good point, I mate. Mean, yeah, it, I, I guess so. I thought the name thing was just annoying for us as writers if, if having to type it in. If you'd had a cutaway of Big Bob with the phone book in the barn, <laughs> just and he was just on page M. It was like, there's a lot of them in this town. <laughs> so Dr. Jennings uh, examined him last. He now becomes called Dr. Death. Um, and the existing doctor has a spider crawl into his slipper. Oh, that's horrendous as well. Bites his foot, has a seizure. I don't think when you have a seizure, you can talk about having a seizure. I thought it was a... Br I liked it because he's like, I'm a doctor and so I will get these words yeah, yeah. out because... And I guess the point is he's not having a seizure or what he thinks is... It's something. Yes. It's a spider bite yeah. reaction to that, so... It is I'll a bit unusual because Miller, who is a health... Well, you're led to believe an otherwise healthy teenage boy dies more or less immediately. Yeah. But this old doctor has time to spit but out... It's a like his job. He's not ready to retire. He's not sure. ready to give up on life. That's, that's his thing. Yeah. Good, line, good line from Jennings' wife here. Thank God you didn't examine him this morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now he's the doctor um, and he's also clever. Um... <laughs> 
because he realised this this man's been killed by an unidentified toxic substance. Looks like a heart attack, but he doesn't believe it. He starts to suspect a spider already. Yeah. He's better than the spider expert who he phones up later in the that film. That whole bit is a mess. Yes. Well, yeah, so Julian Sands. Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's Julian Sands. Atherton. Uh, Do- James Atherton. Atherton. <laughs> he's sceptical. He sends his assistant, Chris. Um, I feel like the film should send him. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. Send Chris. Okay, fine. I'll come. Yeah. You just collapse those pages, dude. Because Chris is fine, but he's, there's nothing to him. Whereas we've got this, you know, stuck up British guy. In terms of the plot, what does it serve to have Atherton yes. stay away, but then turn up? So that, I'm uh, just saying that's my change. Um, spider in shower. Yeah. Not good. Horrendous. I Not remember good. this. Yeah, yeah. This is the bit I remember most from the film. Oh, Alex, ah, I guess you were a kid. That's all right. That's all right. But it's just, it's just unnecessary. It's like, what sure. are they doing? We're making a horror film. We've got to have some lady. kind of shower scene. Yeah. Rubbish. Spider in toilet doesn't pay off. Uh, Delbert returns, um, spraying the coach's place. Um, this is when he does the step and says, "I'm bad." And I laughed when I was 11 and didn't laugh when I was 44. Uh, and we learn what's going on. So our Venezuelan spiders mated with a house spider. And mm. we get a oh. lot of... <laughs> I didn't pick up on that at all. It gets confusing towards the end. Right. There's like the big nest is in the barn, but also in the cellar. There's a lot of explanation here. He's top of the food chain. He's going to dominate the area. The original male is sending troops out to battle. It's constructing next queen. It'll reproduce. It'll kill everyone. It's just a lot of the, stuff. The best bit is where Atherton goes, this town will die. And then the next town... And the town after that, mm. I'm like, got it, great, fine, <laughs> one line, that's all you need, just tell me that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I understand, it's fucking bad for towns. I was quite, I mean, I know I got an email this week saying I was unemotional. I got strangely emotional. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't from us. So. No, I should, I should give that some reference, yeah. To, to clash the titles. It was a very nice email, but it did say I was unemotional. From his boss. <laughs> I got, I, I remember, third thing I remember for this film is getting very emotional when that couple die who were eating the popcorn. Yeah. And watching their game, they're eating the popcorn. They're watching their game shows. They seem sad, but they're happy. <laughs> they're happy. They're really happy. And I think I think it's of its time. But she's first seen at Margaret's party, stealing all the fruit, putting a lot of biscuits on her plate, and it's like, look at these bigger people. And I think that doesn't. I think that's mean and a bit cruel, and don't yes. like it. And are we suggesting that because they took too much food, greed has yep. actually killed them? Yeah, in the end. and they re- and they get the way they get killed is the spiders in the popcorn that yeah, they're just yeah. shoveling into, into their the big fat. Yeah, because I, I always look at every. Every, every handful of popcorn before I put it in my mouth and that's why I wouldn't die but they they died it made me sad because it, it they they seem sad and it's sad they died but also the film is quite cruel I yeah, think about is. them and that yeah. that hurt my feelings at 11 I don't yeah but he now. tried to tell Arnie he was still at recall so fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean if you do one thing in life <laughs> Do it well. Like, he'll ju- he'll be forever on etched yeah. in our minds. Yeah. Uh, although a spider does crawl out of his nose, which is another thing to... Yeah. ...is memorable. I'll be fine, but you, your brain, will not be able to deal with what you've done. Bead of sweat, bead of sweat. <laughs> I thought, thought we'd done that. Um, <laughs> we did. We paired it with... Oh, f- Minority Report. Yeah, it's a good week. It's a good week. Well remembered. Solid week. Um, So, we're in the home straight now because he realises the doctor realises the spider's in his barn. At the same time, Julian Sands realises it's in the barn. We get a long scene where we watch Family Ties. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess... I, I guess they made Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox. It's a lot of Michael J. Fox action. Yeah. And he's not in this film. 
Oh, is that what it was? I don't know. But there's, anyway, spiders everywhere in the house. Mm. It's, it all happens very fast here. Um, the family escaping. <laughs> um, Jeff Daniels getting trapped there. He falls over the banisters. That's not good. And lives, though, so it's fine. He lives, but it's it's not him, and it's not shot very well at that moment. <laughs> but thank God for the rotten wood. Yes. Because he goes right through the Pays floor, off. He's yeah. in the basement near near the big sack. But why can't he get out of the basement? I can't remember. Because he bought the padlock to protect his wine. Oh, is end. that what it is? Yeah, oh, it that's, good. Yeah. oh that's, good. that's good. Brilliant payback. That's good. That's a good spot. But um, we're in the basement, and there's lights flashing, and there's sparks flying. Um... He starts talking to himself. Has to, I guess. He doesn't because we've already been told that this the nest. <laughs> we've told we know exactly what's happening here. Well, 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 well. Who knows what's happening? Atherton, Julian Sands, what's yeah. happening? Uh, because he says the uh, immortal line. A web would indicate arachnoid presence. <laughs> no fucking kidding, Doc. <laughs> Thank God you're here. We, we were walking around banging into stuff until you turned up. <laughs> he, um, he does the Daniel Stern Home Alone scream um, when the spider lands on him. Um, uh, it's quite funny, though, because a spider does kick the shit out of Jeff Daniels in this climax. It's like, I sort of watch it, and I'm like, it's it, nothing doesn't make sense sense and yet you get to a point you're like he's sort of been beaten up yeah. By, yeah. by a spider he's, fi- he's fighting a muppet for five minutes <laughs> but he's sort of like it's like how is he sort of covered yeah. in bruises and cuts <laughs> his shirt's ripped he's trapped <laughs> under a wine rack and you're like what? did I miss something or is a spider sort of literally kick the shit out of you they come up with every single possible permutation of that fight yeah don't they um Apparently, he spent uh, a couple of weeks filming that. He spent two days pinned under the wine rack, hurling bottles of wine at Big Bob, <laughs> while under instructions not to hit the spider. Right. Um, Easy. Not a problem. But apparently, he always missed by three feet. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> okay. He killed several spiders. <laughs> Big Bobs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got confused here. It's a film at some point suggesting that wine is flammable. But a lot of films do that, don't they? To get them, you know, to write yourself out of a tight spot. Well, let's just all pretend that wine is really flammable. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think wine's flammable. If because it's not, films, I didn't know that. It's not that flammable. No. Fine. Yeah. So something has to be at least, I think, 47% proof for it to actually burst That'd into go flames. Up. I think yeah. that would just... I'm, I'm holding the grapper. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, only only 38%. So okay. if I set fire to this, it won't go up. Nah, this has got a very exciting clue for next week. Um, so, yeah, he has to fight. We get our payoff to him freezing as a baby because he yeah. freezes as the spider's um, crawling up to him, walks up his leg onto a wooden board. Yep. Hammers down on the board, sends it into the fire. But the, it's not dead yet. It returns a light. <laughs> um, That's the best bit. That is really good. But we set up the nail gun as well. Yep. Um, it works perfectly. So the spider jumps and he files the nail gun at the spider as it's flying through the air and it flies into the sack, sets fire to the sack and saves the day. So talking about eggs and egg sacks, mm. um, when I was in Malaysia, mm-hmm. uh, we were trekking through the rainforest and there was this um, it's a really bohemian sort of like love nature girl with us called Becky. And like we were it was sort of virgin rainforest, like places that hadn't really been trekked that often before. And we were chopping down bits of wood to uh, to create hammocks in the night. And I chopped down this bit of wood. And then Becky, like, s- s- sorry, not Becky, someone went, um, Alex... 
there's a spider on your head. Uh, no, and I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. And the look on their face was like, like uh, and I was like, just get Becky because she'll know what to do. And Becky turns up and goes, oh, my God. Oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck is on my head? <laughs> and I was Why like, couldn't... just just get a stick. And so she gets a stick and she, like, she whacks whatever's on my head off my head. The thud into the undergrowth is the most disturbing sound I've ever heard. However, like it, it sounded like someone had dropped a rock. It was like it, whatever was on my head. And she was like, I don't know what it was. It was massive and it had an egg sack. Wow! Oh, was, God! Was it an egg with legs? It was going to crawl into your brain and put its babies in your brain. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I saw because I never saw it. It's not like a bad memory, but I do remember the thud. Just oh. like, and I was like, "What was that?" Can I go home? <laughs> <laughs> so Doctor Jennings heads back to San Francisco and gets pissed. This is such a weird button. The, on the end. whole film. Like we, I'm because we're not familiar with that. Well, I'm not that familiar with earthquakes. Are they funny to people in North America? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, that's not hilarious. It's mad. It's mad that the doctor of this town, like he'd come to be the doctor. The doctor, like, goes, no, you can't be the doctor, and then dies. And he is the last remaining doctor in the town. And the minute, like, he's killed the spirits, like, and we're leaving. It's like <laughs> there's a whole town of people that don't have a doctor anymore. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds yeah, me? Yeah, but of? they got rid of Doctor Death. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I I won't spoil it, but it reminds me of the end of Deep Rising. It's just that... No one remembers that, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, it's just a mad ending where they've defeated the big thing Hold and on. then there's another big thing at the end and it's like it's a joke ending. Right. It's just... It's I'm, I'm, I'm going away in about two weeks. Do you, you want can me to do, do your Deep Rising. Right, right. Um, and that's it. So, only other stuff I've got is um, we're getting a new arachnophobia. Oh, are we? It was announced in June. For uh, telly or for No, the James, James Wan is producing it. Right. And uh, a brilliant writer called Christopher Landon is writing and directing it. He did um, Happy Death Day and Freaky. Right. He knows how to do comedy horror. Yeah. I think we're going to get a good arachnophobia. Mm. That's all I got. Lovely. So let's do the bits and bobs. Uh, Favourite scene, Vicky? I, two. So the one's a funny one. So... Uh, Dr. Jennings and Chris, is he called Chris? Whoever is Dr. Atherton's assistant. Chris, gets, yeah, yeah. Chris. Annoying. They are like, let's go to Margaret's house and catch the spider. It's very important that we catch an alive spider because we have to examine it and then Dr. Atherton can tell us what's going on. And they see a spider and they have not a single piece of spider catching equipment on them. And if they weren't stood next to a tray of glasses, they wouldn't even be able to catch the one that they <laughs> did catch. It's like, was, why has no one brought... A cup <laughs> or whatever spiders don't mind, whatever. So I like that scene because it's like, you fucking idiots. But obviously the best scene is your house is made of spiders. It, it mm. baffles me that Dr. Jennings is like, they radiate out from a central point and that point is my house. It's like, and they've never once gone into your house <laughs> until tonight. But when it's like, it's a nightmare. The wall, yeah, like the walls are made of spiders mm. and they can't get out the window and it's a fucking nightmare. And I think that's brilliant. Alex. Uh... I love, this is my, my my best scene, but I do love the shot, the single shot of the general's eyes mm. with the fire yeah. reflected in the eyes. It's, yeah. it's literally like Roy Batty at the start of Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. Like I close my eyes and I see that shot and I'm like, that's such a good shot. <laughs> it's like amazing. A, a spider, they shouldn't remake Blade Runner with spiders. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> idea for a series. No idea. <laughs> no, remake no, Blade Runner, but with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's, it's our monkey tennis. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, if the BBC <laughs> won't have it, Netflix will then. <laughs> no idea's a bad idea. Uh, some are. Right. Uh, but it's Manly's death for me. I think Manly's death at the start, mm. I love all the stuff in Venezuela. Yeah. I think it looks absolutely fantastic. It does. Uh, but, like, I, I just think his death is, is, is nasty in a way that none of the other deaths are and that will lead me into my change so I'll sure. stop there uh, for me it's funny it's something you just said Vicky my favourite scene is a scene I didn't care for when I was a kid uh, but I love it now and it's the ending it's the button it's going back to the city madness fuck the countryside <laughs> I was just I was so on their Vote side Trump I, it's just such a it's such a weird way to end the film but I was 100% on their side uh, most valuable whatever Alex uh, so I do want to say uh, John uh, Goodman as Delbert, uh, as I said earlier, if only for that moment where he meets uh, Professor Atherton and says, always nice to meet a colleague. Uh, But I'm going for Julian Sands as Professor Atherton. Uh, I like his hair. Uh, for a start. No, no, no. I am no, a fan no. of his hair. No. As a kid, I was like, I really, I think I, he was sort of like the kind of person, he, he had that Egon Spengler vibe about him, sort of the geeky guy. Is, he, so, is he very handsome? No. Okay. Not to me. No, no shade. I mean, no, sure, sure. Sorts, I, thought, I, I thought I always thought he was quite a pretty man. Yeah, I do. I think he is. I think he's very pretty. Uh, but the reason I like him is uh, it's because of his 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 massive flaw. And I remember this uh, as a kid. Uh, he reminds me of oh God Simon McCorkendale's character mm, in Manimal. Jaws Three. Okay, in Jaws Three, you know a man who's undone by his own arrogance. Yes, because he goes, I can catch the shark, and sure. then ends up in its mouth. And here, it's like that thing, I, like. I do remember it being a, a, just a sh- even as a 11 year old kid going, What the fuck? <laughs> That's so stupid. When he says Where stuff he, is ready. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is a man who's gone, This species is aggressive. It's deadly. Yep. It's, 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 we've never seen anything like it. So I'll walk into the barn, twang a wire and go, Supper's ready. <laughs> and then be surprised that I die. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Jaws 3. Jaws 3 should be in our future. And Jaws 4. Let's yeah. do them together. Vicky, that's not a bad shout. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, John Goodman. Just because, I know, I agree with you. When I was younger, I was like, that's so, so very, very funny. And now I'm like, I don't know. But it's still the most enduring thing about this film for me. And I do think it's still, I'm really happy when he comes on screen, so... Great. Um, we, we've, I've had a laugh at Frank Marshall's expense. I don't mean to. I think he directs this film really well. He only directed four movies. Mm. This is our second Frank Marshall movie. Congo. Mm. Congo. Yeah. Um, and the other two, I mean, one of them is definitely doable. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah. It'd be a dark week, though. Yeah. Alive. You ever see Alive? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm making my choice based on 11-year-old me watching this, and it's John Goodman. Yeah. Um, Just magical. And then finally, uh, I've already said my change. (laughs) You've got to get Julian Sands to that that town earlier. Who is Chris? You've established (laughs) Julian Sands. We don't need Chris. So that's my change. What's your change, Vicky? It's just, it, it doesn't allow for your ending that you love so much, but, you know, the town sure. hates him, so let's resolve that. The town loves him and he stays and he becomes their doctor. That's the, mm. that's yeah. the ambling oh, ending. No. Yeah, but that's why that's good. That's why this is a good ending. He saves the town. That's too sentimental. I know. This is the cynical ending. Yeah. Th- that, that, Vicky's ending is the right ending for this movie, like, for everything that's been set up to that point. That it's probably feels... the ending I wanted when I was 11, but mm. it's not the ending I want now. 
Would you write? Would you want to write that ending? This is such a funny the, ending. For the tone of the film, yeah, I think you've got to. It's like small town America. We are all meant to pretend is amazing, and so why would he not want but to he's, see that? But he's but he's never wavered on hating it. <laughs> so why yeah. why would he stick around? <laughs> he's still Doctor Death. No, but fair enough. Fair enough. It's your change. It is your change. Alex. Um, so, uh, it shouldn't be whatever a thrillomedy is. Um, it should be something different. It should either lean way more into comedy, give John Goodman some funnier lines, make the whole script funnier, or... That's what we're doing on Thursday, though. Yeah, which I... Well, we'll, sure, uh, yeah. sure. Uh, but... Or it should lean the other way. And I'd actually have it lean the other way. So, I Jules, think... you want it to be Jaws? So, to go back to the death I was talking about, Manley's death at the start, to me, is the equivalent of Chrissy's death at the start of Jaws. Like, it's nasty. It's a grim death. But whereas <clears throat> Jaws then ups the ante with more grim deaths, exciting deaths, deaths that pack a punch, all the deaths in this, some of them fucking even happen off screen. Mm, the there's popcorn no, happens off screen, doesn't it? There's no yeah. exciting deaths. I mean, it sort of starts to get a bit exciting, like you mentioned with the <clears throat> helmet, where it's trapped in his helmet you're mm. like oh that, the idea of that but it's like have some fun with the way spiders can like do something different like or at least let me see people foaming at the fucking mouths and falling out of windows because they've been bitten by a spider I want to see some exciting deaths I want to be thrilled by some horror deaths uh, within the PG rating uh, but uh, but I just think it should be like that I agree it's a really good shout I, I'd also say the title's terrible I think this okay. is a terrible title for a movie. Arachnophobia is... It should be a rack attack. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, we're doing a quiz. We haven't done one for a while. I did you know, on my way in, I, I realised I've not had a quiz done at me mm. for a while and then it made me feel really anxious. So, I've been at Fright Fest. It's Blade been a bit spider. confusing. I'm, <laughs> I'm reading my intro to this quiz and... I mean, I've written the protagonist of arachnophobia is afraid of snakes. <laughs> did you write this in the pub last night? You did, didn't you? I mean... Let's just call it a draw and move on. Um, so I'm going to give you a protagonist yeah. of a movie and you've got to tell me their fear. Okay. So if I said the protagonist of Vertigo, you'd say... Hi! Loud, loud noises. <laughs> Agreed. So we're going to start with a very easy one. This is going to be who's fastest okay. to say this. All right. What is... Yeah. Indiana Jones afraid of snakes. Vicky. Oh my god, I was first. You were. You absolutely. <laughs> okay, were. they're going to get a bit trickier now. What's Truman afraid of? Uh, uh, water. Open Jesus water. Oh. <laughs> what is Columbus in Zombieland afraid of? Uh, 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 um, oh fucking. A lot of people are afraid of these things. It's people dressed up. Clowns. Clowns. Alex got there first, I'm afraid. I Sorry, Vicky. That at all. No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know this one. What's Wolverine afraid of? A loneliness. <laughs> is that true? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, actually I'll give you I'll give you a clue here. It's, uh, B.A. Baracus is also afraid of this. Flying! Correct. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> Specifically planes. I don't know. Anyway, carry on. What is Imhotep in The Mummy afraid of? Uh, being lonely uh, <laughs> is loneliness. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's, an, it's an Egyptian cat. Correct. Oh. Yay. <laughs> What's Peter Pan afraid of? Growing Aging. Up. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Aging. <laughs> it's that growing up. So much about you. <laughs> um, we have a draw. <sighs> so this final one. Uh, what is Ron Weasley afraid of? Uh, Spiders. Correct. Yeah. Vicky nailed it. God damn Harry yes! Potter. Yes. 
Yes. What a win. And how poetic. <laughs> Spiders. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. How are you feeling? Here's, Amazing. Here's, here's a grapper. <laughs> <laughs> right, that is it's done with a record of We can't wait to get out of the show now I've lost. Uh, <laughs> normally hang around this bit a bit more, don't I? <laughs> Talking about the quiz. Yeah, yourself, yeah. Talking about what was good about the quiz. <laughs> You've gone red. <laughs> now I'm just like, so yeah, uh, right. Next week, it's Chris's choices. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Worse has been said. Um, <laughs> do you have a clue? Yeah, okay. I mean, do you have a clue? No, it's your week. Sure. But... And we're all here now. We're not filling in for each okay. other. I mean, it's not the best clue I've ever done. We're going to come up with a better clue in the pub. Sure. Mm. But this is a very brief five second clip from a film that we have done in the past. Let me get the volume up. Okay. The revolution. You betray the law! Can, can you play it again or is that going to be complicated? Uh, let's do it again. Oh no, look at his face. His face is amazing. <laughs> good. All right. It's not bad. I like that clue. That's a good clue. All right. That is your clue for next week's pairing. Do with that what you will. There will be another one coming your way on Twitter at ClashPod. Also, check in with us on Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod. And we also, I should say, have a YouTube channel now where you can watch long-form videos <laughs> of uh, the show. <laughs> Why is that? She's mocking me. But you know, I didn't say it, so yeah, I shouldn't. What's wrong me. with long form videos? It's like he says, it's just so fit. Like young people running to YouTube. Where can I find these long form videos, Dad? She's mocking me, isn't she? Yeah, she's mocking me. Say it again. Uh, so just uh, search Clash of the Titles on YouTube and check out those long form videos. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that yeah. funny. Check out those long form videos. All right, then. That is it for this episode. Please uh, tell your friends about us. Uh, join the party. Um, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be back here on Thursday to talk about eight legged freaks. Bye bye. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.